a podcast. Did your radio show get canceled? Fire, fire, fire. Low down and filthy, but the discipline is on point. Schooled myself, made my own dojo. A cold flow with the whole dose of soul. Maintain composure, even in fury. An anomaly, properties undiscernible to This week on the Pete the Planner Show, we answer your money questions. Why? Because that's what we do. Here's how it works. You email us a question. Ask Pete. That's the email address. Ask Pete at PeteThePlanner.com. We will answer your question. We will email you the audio of the answer. If you're listening on the radio or podcast or PeteThePlanner.tv right now, then you consume your answer as it happens. This week, we've got three questions. The three questions we are regarded with the... <laughs> Nicole, how do you like those words that I just tried? Those are my favorite words. Uh, welcome to the end of your week. Hey, thank you. Or the beginning of the next week, depending on how you look at Sundays, right? <laughs> right, uh, absolutely. Okay, but of course, it's not Sunday. We're recording early. Okay, so here are the, the, the three topics this week. Uh, fees refis, and the weirdest financial product I've ever seen. Uh, someone wanted to know what's the weirdest financial product I've ever seen. And then, of course, biggest waste of money of the week. Let's get right to it. Uh, Nicole, I received an email upon the conclusion of my segment on Fox 59 Morning News <laughs> a couple weeks ago from a woman named Debbie, and I'm going to read that to you now. Please. I don't know what all that was. Uh, Pete, <clears throat> I was listening to Fox 59 this morning, and you were talking about the percentages of fees of 401ks, and I missed what you said, and I think you said the fee should be no more than a half a percent. I've been trying to understand how my 401k works, and I noticed for one of my quarter statements, there was a $241 third-party administrative, administrative expense and a $150 managed account services uh, expense. Does this sound right to you? So, Nicole, as you can imagine, yes, I just got dollar amounts and I don't know her the balance, so that makes it really hard, right? Yes. So, guess what I did? What did you do? I emailed with her. Oh. So, her balance as of the June thirtieth statement of which she was referencing was eighty five thousand and thirteen dollars and sixty six cents. Um, so, that that goes further to tell us what her fees. Now, first of all, what I did learn from Debbie, and I guess I should even back up even more. My segment on Fox Fifty Nine was uh, was really about making sure your fees on your four hundred one k are not too high. Nicole, as you know, you can't choose who manages our four hundred one k. That's my choice as your employer. <laughs> yes. But what you can choose are the investments within the four hundred one k. Um, and so I was talking about that on Fox 59, that you need to make sure that the fee, the expenses you or the, the funds you are in have as relatively low expenses as you can. And what Debbie learned, and, and honestly, what you would learn, Nicole, if you looked at it again, is that with smaller employers, groups of 20 people or less or 50 people or less, or where the plan isn't millions and millions of dollars of everyone's assets combined, you're going to have higher fees than your next door neighbor who works for a large Fortune 500 company that has billions of dollars under management because of the economies of scale. Right. And you're fully aware of that, Nicole. I mean, I'm not teaching you anything not, in the moment. Not right now. I have we'll learned get this. There. We have, right. We'll get there. <laughs> so so uh, that just stinks. I mean, I, I'm yeah. just being really honest. That's not great. Generally speaking, the fees within the 401k platform that, that I have chosen and that I have to pay because I'm part of our own 401k platform are higher 
than uh, the person who lives behind me uh, in my neighborhood because they work for a giant company. And that doesn't seem fair, but that's just the way it is. Uh, Debbie just learned this because what we calculated for her is that she is paying 1.8% in uh, fund fees, fund and management fees on her 401k every single year. Nicole, that's not great. Do you want to know why? I do, please. Okay. So what it means is essentially at 1.8%, she will get a 1.8% return, a 1.8% less return than someone else. Right. Or, yeah. or, or, or let's say the average, what I want people to shoot for is one is a half a percent. Like ideally you work for a big enough employer or you're able to choose the funds that get your annual investment expenses at around 0.5% or what we call in the industry, 50 basis points or 50 bips, but it's a 0.5%. Okay. So Nicole, okay. if you had a hundred thousand dollars, what we are saying is at a half a percent, you would pay $500 a year uh-huh. to have that managed. Are we good? Yeah. I, that doesn't make, I don't like that, but what don't you like? I don't, I guess this is kind of, this is where it starts to get over my head a little bit. Well then let's clear it up. Yeah. So how does that, how is it figured in? Right? Like, okay. So okay, l- l- great question. Yeah. That's, let's that's what the, I'm caught up in. Let's say the market returns 10% in the year. Okay. 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 Essentially what it says is you're getting nine and a half percent. Okay. Right. So, yeah. uh, before you get your returns or, or different quarters within the year, they're going to take the return. So your net return, if the market gives you a 10% and you have a half a percent expense ratio, okay. that means you get nine and a half. That is your net. Okay. And if I, if you, the market gives you 10% and that's what your investments would otherwise do if there were no expenses right. and you're at 1.8%, then you are, I'm doing the math uh, way too slowly, <laughs> 8.2% is what you would net. Okay. Do you, do you know what I mean? Yes, I get you. I'm back with you. Okay. So for that matter, let's let's do something sort of silly here. Let's take you. Okay. 40 year career and between you and your employer, let's say $500 a month is going into your 401k. Okay. Okay. At the end, at an 8% rate of return, at the end of your career, you would have $1.7 million dollars. Yes. Okay. If you had Debbie's 401k, okay. Uh Then instead of 1.7 million, you would have 1.2 million. You would have half a million dollars less. Oh my gosh. Because of the expense ratio. Ew. Well, ooh or ooh, ooh, it's, it's not good. No. So what's the action step? The action step is um, and we actually, we had a meeting about this uh, at our workplace a couple weeks ago. Uh, we, we wanted you to talk to our good friend, Damien Dunn, uh, lead financial concierge here at Your Money Line. We want people to look at their 401k options or whatever retirement plan you have, 403b, 401a, 457, no one cares. Look at your retirement plan options, the funds you can invest in. They might be target date funds, they might be index funds, they might be all sorts of things. And then look at the expenses. There should be a list, or you might have to click into each one if you're doing it online and look what the expense ratio is. Ideally, number one, Nicole, you are investing within your risk tolerance. Yes. That is to say you're making investment choices that align with your willingness to take risk. Okay, so that's that's very important. N- number two, though, 
You want to do that in the least expensive way possible. Right. Like if you can uh, invest at half the cost of uh, that you otherwise would and still invest to your risk tolerance, then invest at half the cost. <laughs> so with an R plan, what I, I've personally chosen to do, I use the S&P 500 index fund as my primary investment tool because it's the least expensive investment in our 401k platform right. by far. And I'm comfortable with that uh, being part of the S&P and I don't wanna spend another percent to have it diversified any more than that, I'll use the other investments I have outside of my 401k to diversify my aggregate portfolio. Okay. So Debbie, <sighs> you're not Debbie Nicole, and <laughs> yes. I like change your name. This is answering to Debbie. As I told Debbie, sometimes when you work for a small employer, it's the lesser of two evils. You're not probably gonna find 0.5% expense rate within your 401k options, your retirement plan options. You're gonna find 0.8 or one, right? But what we need to make sure you absolutely do not subject yourself to is 1.8%. I have seen them higher than that. I've seen them up to 3% and that is absurd. Nicole, if we we're talking about 3% instead of a 1.7, mm -hmm. you'd have $700,000. It's a million dollar difference because you chose too expensive of a fund within your 401k. Yeah. All right, does this all make sense now? Yes, I'm Okay, back. so if you're listening here right now at home, check your expense ratios in your 401k. You want them low, still within your risk tolerance, but low. Do not push the limits because it will cost you. Coming up after the break, my favorite, refi questions. I love refinance questions. Your house is the biggest asset you will ever have, likely. You got to use it right. I'm Pete the Planner. This is my show. Question the right of any man. The voice his opinion as strongly as any can. But then again, many men are citizens of their own little world, so they ain't really fitting in. I'm in the background blending in. Camouflage by the scenery, but I'm a champion. Back on the Pete the Planner show. Here's how the show works. Here's if like you were just joining us right now for the first time and you don't know what's happening, let me explain it. You email me a question, I answer it. It's a money question. Don't ask me like automotive repair or lawn and garden or any. It's money. And here's the best part. I have nothing to sell you. Like, and you're like, oh, that sounds like something someone who sells you things says. No, I, I literally don't want you to be my client. Like, I, don't call me for individualized help on the side. Not going to do it. Email me your questions. I will answer them for free. And I don't want to sell you things because I have nothing to sell you. Nicole, that is weird for people to understand. Yeah, I don't know why, though. I don't. Well, I get what? it because that's sort of a weird thing. Right. I have a right. radio show in which I just give financial answers and I'm, it, there's no purpose other than to give you the answers. That's it. Just, just take what we have to offer. Here's the next question. This person emailed askpete at petetheplanner.com. That's A-S-K-P-E-T to the E at petetheplanner.com. It's from a man named Scott or <gasps> a woman named Scott or someone who identifies some particular way. Scott is their name. Hey, Pete. I feel like we've met or at least know of each other. Now, at, at this point, Nicole, I'm worried about my safety. I, yeah, I would be too. Actually, let me try to get through the... Okay. <laughs> I do have a question for you as it relates to our stage of life. Uh, 
income, et cetera. My wife used to work for one company and left in March of 2017, and she's doing some freelance work. Uh, you see, I'm trying to sort through this so I don't give this whole person's life on the air. They appreciate uh, that. And due to the nature of starting up a business, our household income dropped by, Nicole, are you ready for this? Yep. $40,000. We appreciate the exact numbers. I mean, well, let's take a moment and stop and appreciate what it takes to decrease your income by $40,000, your household income. That is significant. That's a lot. I mean, really? Okay, so <laughs> yeah, really. this year in 2018, it's... Pro and by the way, I love when people do that and, and successfully pull it off. We see it all the time. We help people do that all the time. Yeah. Um, because then life gets more interesting because you're not fully defined by the amount of money your household brings in, that you you value something else, to in this case, to the tune of $40,000 more than the money itself. Right. Which I, I it's, love. It's pretty cool. Like, so Mrs. Planner uh, stayed home uh, with our children from being an educator. We, we uh, took a hit. Yeah. Right? Yeah. To, about this amount of money. Uh, so I just patted myself on the back. Is that where this went? Uh, no, not like directly. It was sort of an example, but I'm, yeah, it was an I'm, example. I'm pretty great. It was a successful example. <laughs> I, I didn't know where you're going with. I know. Okay. I got, yeah. Tongue tied. This year, <laughs> uh, 2018 has proven to be even more challenging for this couple emailing me, and we're struggling to meet all of our obligations, including our mortgage. We are in year 16 out of 30 of our current mortgage, and it's at five and a half percent. Nicole, do you have any reaction to five and a half percent? Does that, I, mean, I, don't, I know you don't keep no. abreast of uh, mortgage markets. That's high. What? That, really? High, very high. Oh, uh, we have, But it's because it's 14 years old. Right. Uh, we have an option to refinance with an interest rate of 4.8 percent, see, uh, dropping our mortgage payment by $300 a month. Our Ooh. current principal balance is $110,000. We live in uh, this community and homes our size and already have it are selling upwards of $210,000. We've talked about wanting to sell our home within the next five years. What should we do? Oh, boy. Oh, man. It's There's got, so much to work with. There is. And, uh, man, I'm really glad he emailed me because, first of all, there's some things to learn from people who aren't Scott uh, here. And number one, if your name is not Scott or maybe your name is Scott, but you're not this Scott, you can often survive pretty well the first year you drop your income by a significant amount, like $40,000. Things sort of match up. You're prepared for it mentally. You're in the, we're, we're, it's us against them sort of spirit. It's that second year though, Nicole, as you can imagine. Yeah. Things get real. <laughs> they just do. It's just hard. You know what? I, 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 uh, I would compare it to retirement. People retire the first year like, yeah, we retired. We do what we want. And then the <laughs> next year, you're a little less gung-ho because now this is your life. Oh my gosh, I had an aunt, one of her friends did the exact same thing. I think for the point of this show, I think we should say auntie. Auntie, my auntie. Yes. My aunt, actually I do call her Auntie Jane, so. You know, I like auntie, but I always say aunt. I do, I always say aunt. But it's not pronounced Ex that way. Except for my Auntie Jane. So I think that's, that. So so Scott, just so you know, that's a natural thing. So don't think you're doing anything wrong. That that happens all the time because you settle back in and then you start wanting to expand your lifestyle. It's just a whole thing. Okay. If they want to sell within five years, yet they currently have a cash flow issue, here's what will end up happening. This is a classic, classic 
financial conundrum. Um, if they refinance now, the next five years will basically be interest payments. They will build very little equity in their home via paying off the loan. Now, if the home appreciates in value, because the market appreciates, they'll build equity, but they will not uh, buy up, if you will, any equity via their payment structure if they refinance, Nicole, because as you know, in a 30-year loan, the first several years worth of payments are front-loaded with interest. Yes. So this is a tough one because the best overall financial move for their life would not be to refinance because very little of their payment is actually interest right now. It is, they are making really good principal payments. I could, if I had, if I had looked at this beforehand, I, what did they say? <laughs> they were 16 years in, yes. right? What is 16 times 12? You want to pull that up real quick for me? What is 16 times 12? Hold on, I'll do it on my computer. Uh, what is 16 times 12? All right, 192? Yep. Okay. So they're 192 payments in. So I'm going to give you an example here. <sighs> what did they say their loan? Uh, what do you think they started at probably? Did they say? Mm. We'll go $150,000. I don't know why. Uh, 192. I'm looking at a amortization table because I just happen to have this handy. Um, <laughs> of their, their payment, essentially, it's about half and half. Just a little less than half of their payment is interest and the rest is principal. So 60% of their payment is going towards principal as opposed to about 10% of their payment would be principal if they refinanced. Okay. You know what, do you know what yeah. I'm getting at or yeah, is this yeah, sort yeah. of a little no, weird I'm bit of a point? You. Okay, so what I'm saying is if you're gonna move in five years, I would need not refinance to help you with cash flow. In fact, Scott, I want to introduce the idea of asking, why not move now? Yeah. Why not just move now? And, and, and now, you look, I know your life might, well, we're waiting for a kid to graduate from this or that. I think when people solve their problems with major household changes, uh, housing expense changes, yeah, those problems get permanently solved. Right. Uh, Nicole, my good friend who moved yes. out of town, uh, we, again, we talked about on the show for years, solve their financial life problems by getting out of a home that was no longer deemed affordable to them. Right. Actually, it's funny because I was telling you, I was just listening to the problem solving episode mm -hmm. from a couple of years back. And this kind of goes back to that whole of, are you sol are you juggling your problems with like partial solutions with this? Like, is totally. like, right. So they're just using this as a partial, partial solution until they're ready to move in five years. Like why not just make that permanent solution right now? And I do feel like sometimes you have to make a decision and try to create a solution with what you have in the moment to get you available to live the next moment. I get that. Right. I just think in this situation, I would do it in this order. If I got to control your life, Scott, uh, I would move now. <laughs> if you can make that happen and then get into the affordable space you want because your interest rate is high. And if you're going to buy another home, you can still take advantage of lower interest rates by buying a different home of lower cost. Number two, um, I would keep your mortgage the same because a significant part of your mortgage payment is going towards principal right now. And then number three, I would refinance, but I probably wouldn't refinance. All right, Nicole, we got to take a break. If you want to email me, ask Pete at PeteThePlanner.com, not you, Nicole, the listener, the one. <laughs> I'm Pete the Planner, and this is my show. 
Hi, I'm internet podcaster, Peter Dunn. You may know me as Pete the Planner. You hear me on the radio and on your podcasting device, but did you know you can also see me on YouTube? That's right, we have a YouTube channel and we call it PeteThePlanner.tv. We ask you to subscribe so you can catch great shows like Pete's Eats and this here podcast with drawings. But the drawings are made with a video camera. Subscribe today. Back on the Pete the Planner show, answering your money questions. Uh, I like this question because it's really open it and it gives me a chance to think back of all the years I've ever looked at financial things uh, because the question is very simple. Uh, Dear Pete, what is the weirdest financial product or concept that you have ever seen? Uh, And it's from Kevin. Uh, Nicole, I've seen a lot of weird things. I've seen a lot of illegal things. I've seen a lot of shady things, a lot of scams. But the way I'm going to take this question is, I'm going to say, what is the weirdest legitimate financial product I have ever come across. And, and we were talking about this week. Yeah. Our good friend Damien was in the office, uh, lead concierge here at Your Money Line. And, and we started exchanging stories. And, and, and very frankly, he's turned me on to the weirdest thing I've ever heard of. It's pretty weird. It is called, it's called Save to Win. Okay, so let's begin there. I know. I'm, I'm on the radio and I'm on a podcast and I'm on Pizza Planner on TV right now telling thousands and thousands of people about a financial product that's legitimate that is called save to win. Nicole, that's Pete, crazy. It is. Okay, so that alone it makes me want to real. No, it makes me want to shut my head in the door. Yeah. <laughs> okay? Save to win. Okay, so next up, it's a banking product. Right. I feel like even when we couldn't take it one step more than you, that just skyrockets it. You get this at a lending institution, specifically credit unions. These are only available at credit unions to my knowledge. Here's how this works. It's essentially a lottery account. What? Okay. Okay. I'm just going to read directly from Save to Win's website. Uh, Open a 12-month Save to Win share certificate with at least $25. This is your first entry into that month's drawing as well as additional drawings throughout the year. And then you make deposits into this share certificate each month and every $25 you deposit earns you an entry into the drawings uh, up to 10 prize entries per month. Okay, so you can put in $250 a month uh, and that will give you the max of 10 entries. Right. And then the what happens is, so you, you buy these certificates, 12 months, they're 12 months, and then the bank, or the credit union in this case, takes all the deposits of all the people that put money into these save-to-win accounts, and then they 
they earn money off of uh, of that money. They they invest it as a lending institution. They they invest in people's loans or the, you know whatever banks and credit unions do to take your deposits to earn money off of them. And typically what they do, Nicole, as you know, when you deposit it into a lending institution and they leverage your money to make a return, they share some of that with you, right? Yes. It is called your interest rate right. in many instances. Well, in a save to win account, you don't have an interest rate, Nicole. Right. You get nothing for putting money into the account except once a month, once a quarter, all these different time frames, which I'll share with you in a second. They do a drawing, a prize drawing, right. like a lottery. And the only people who get deposits into their deposit account are the people that win the lottery it's, based on the number of entries they have. It's so wild. This is the craziest thing I've ever seen. So, uh, for instance, uh, there's, and this is what makes it even crazier. Just like a lottery, <laughs> there are multi-state save-to-win accounts, and then there are state-specific uh, save to win accounts. So the multi-state one, they do, there was 150 winners a month. Uh, and they get $25 if you win for that month. So I don't know how many people are depositing these cockamamie things, <laughs> but I will tell you that 150 people in the month are getting 25 bucks. Now on the quarter, they do one drawing, uh, a quarter in which someone can win $5,000. Or they do six drawings in the quarter in which someone can win $1,000. And then then 23 different throughout the quarter can give someone $500. <sighs> My head is exploding. I know. I'm watching it happen on camera. <laughs> this is crazy. Now, I think it's crazy. It, I think it's crazy. It seems shady, but it's not shady. It doesn't seem like it could be a real viable thing offered by a bank or a credit, right? Like it credit union. Credit yes. union. Here, here's the thing: uh, you can't lose money, right? So that's right. why this isn't. This is this is why this is not a scam. This is why it, it makes it, it legal. It smells like a scam. It does. Having a, been a person who has structured many a Ponzi schemes, I can tell you that. Oh, I'm just kidding. I'll have to edit that out. Please don't. <laughs> I'm um, but so here's the thing. It's like a CD in the sense that you have to leave it there for 12 months or you can make a withdrawal within that 12 months if you need the money, but it costs you $25 to take the withdrawal. And if you try to take two withdrawals in that 12 month period, they just close your account. But that's wild. It is wild. That, that is far and away the craziest financial product that is a legitimate thing I have ever heard of. You cannot lose money unless you get charged a fee for taking money out within the 12 month period. But the only way you, you make money is with luck. Right. And this isn't a relatively new thing, is it? Not that I know of. Right? I mean, it's a few, at least a few years old. Exactly. Um, and then they post the winners and there's testimonials. You what? can, you can learn more at <laughs> save to win.org. And if you happen to be in Indiana, which is where we broadcast this show, um, there are a number of credit unions that participate in these types of accounts. You know, Crane Federal or Crane Federal Credit Union, Financial Center, Harvester, Kimba, Financial Health, FCU, like all sorts of places do these. But Nicole, these are crazy. Uh, here's one. Here's uh, someone who. Uh, here we go. Saving money isn't normally very exciting. 
Save to Win provides a unique opportunity that encourages saving in an entertaining way while helping our members reach their financial goals. What's entertaining? It's gamb- It's sort of like legal gambling with your savings, but you can't lose. I don't get it. I, right. It's that whole, it's that you can't lose. That's what really gets me, I think. Like I'm looking now at pictures of people who have won. Okay. This, okay. Oh my gosh. I'm okay. going to go nuts. Oh no. A man named Carl. Yeah. Won at, from his credit union, which was police FCU. And they're having him hold a giant check, no. you know? Yeah. And guess what the amount of the check is? $50. <laughs> it costs more to print the giant check. If you have a giant check and it says $50, whatever you're involved with is not a good situation. No. Oh. Here's another picture of a person next to a cartooned, mustachioed, like Mr. Moneybags from Monopoly looking guy. The guy's no. very excited. His name's David from Twin Star Credit Union. And he's holding a $50 bill that he's standing next to an animated character that is much more excited than the $50 warrants. Is it really worth it to not receive any interest oh my to gosh. win $50? Oh, you've got to go to savetowin.org. This is like reading Yelp reviews at McDonald's. Like there <laughs> is Ethan from Mountain Credit Union has a check for $50. And it, how big is the check, Nicole? It's, it's a giant, it's giant stinking check. check. That check, the giant check is worth three times the amount of oh the check. My God. Oh Pr- my God. Priscilla no. from Obi Credit Union is holding a fistful of ones. Help. She has ones spread out like she's about Help. to go and make it rain on Cardi B. Like <laughs> I, this other woman has uh, Lola Lola is holding a sign that's eight by 11 piece of paper that says I won $50. No. Now it seems like I'm making fun of these winners. I'm not making fun of the winners. I am making light of what are we doing? This is how we're teaching people about money to get them excited about the opportunity to win $50. No, this is terrible. They're not going to sponsor the show, are they? Nope. I think I just realized that. We just lost our cooler endorsement with the Ooh. episode previous. Since, and... This is 2009. Oh. 2009. Yeah, we did lose the cooler. We, we really did. Every week we lose potential sponsors. This is the dumbest. In the last 20 seconds we have in this segment, this is the dumbest thing I, I've ever heard of. And I'm and that that's legitimate. No? Yeah. Oh. Go to savetowin.org to learn more. I mean, you can email me, ask Pete at PeteThePlanner.com. Uh, of course, normal subject line, you are wrong. I'm Pete the Planner. This is my show. Every day living through the peace of my soul, I remain whole even in the middle of the pain. Even though my life has the rain, I still remain sane, writing and creating for my life. And my pen is my sword given by the Lord, and I use it to fight the tides of restriction. Sometimes I'm conflicted by myself looking at the trees too much and can't see the forest. Enemies shall inherit the earth, and I want to inherit something, something other than the high blood pressure and diabetes. So work is what I got to do. Stay true to my enemy and water the trees that I sing from and look out for the lumberjacks. Running with the gale force wind at my back. Swift and enduring, I remain calm. Swift and enduring, I remain calm.
swift and enduring. I remain calm. Back on the Pizza Planner show. Is that what we're calling this thing, Nicole? I think so. It's been the Pizza Planner Radio Network. What was um, it? No, I don't, we used to, like, when I first started on radio, we had the, I think it was Pizza Planner show where, like, the skills to pay the bills with Pete the Planner. It's yeah. so dumb. And then it was the Ask Pete the Planner podcast, and then it was the Million Dollar know. Plan. I think we've just decided on the Pete the Planner show. I like the, I'm like the Dave Clark Five. You know, it's like that old school, like, no. <laughs> no. Millennial. Okay, this week's biggest waste of, uh, waste of money of the week, of course, we have two because that's what we do these days. Um, we have a user submission from a guy named Brant. B-R-A-N-D-T. I'm going to be honest. It seems like a last name. I know right. a guy with the last name Brandt. I, I probably do too. What if the guy's name was Brant Brant? Mm. And are we sure that's how you pronounce it? Because it feels like one of the letters is being ignored. Brant. Brant. My mom grew up a kid with a kid named Thomas Thomas. So Really? Yeah. Tom Tom? Yep. You know what? Exactly. He had a GPS system back in the early 90s. <laughs> Tom Tom? Did you, do you remember Tom oh, Toms? I totally remember the Tom Toms. I kind of wondered what happened to those. They became obsolete when everything is now a Tom Tom. My cell phone, Tom right. Tom. Right. What about like MapQuest too? Is MapQuest still a thing? I think it's the same. Yeah. MapQuest and there was TripQuest, I believe. Yes. Too. They were really a, a, sort of a quest off. I remember Who's having to win? print off uh, the MapQuest directions before going somewhere. Uh, so this first biggest waste of money of the week is Ember. Ember, I'm just going to read you from their website and then we'll get into it here. Uh, they believe in the transformative power of temperature control. This is just the beginning. We've developed and patented a disruptive new technology. Can you hear the truck outside the office? I was just going to say, just as disruptive as the truck outside right what now. What in the world? This is like the scene from Die Hard, like three or four, <laughs> where all the dump trucks come into the city to distract from the bank heist. And and there's just like... Is, that, is this Die Hard 7? Because I've shaved my head so. like Bruce Willis. I look like Bruce Willis. Oh my God, you brought this in. We've, we wanted this. This is like... Oh, anyway... Our products on the market today help people set the perfect drinking temperature. We have products in development that apply our technology to different categories, like baby bottles and medicine, as well as cooling technology for food and beverages. But Ember, as it stands now, is a $149.95 travel mug designed for use on the go. And it allows you to set your preferred drinking temperature and then maintains it so your coffee or tea tastes perfect from the first sip to the last drop. And you control the temperature of your coffee from your cell phone, of course, an app. Or you can get the ceramic mug, not the tumbler, so you can be at home. And uh, it's a beautifully designed mug, uh, ceramic mug, that helps you keep your beverage at the perfect temperature from the first sip to the last drop. And Nicole, it is $79.95. Let me tell you no. this. I have purchased a number of coffee mugs. Our favorite ones are from Ikea, and I believe they are 99 cents a piece. I was going to say, I think we have some similar ones. And I love them because they diffuse uh, heat in the perfect sort of uh, delay, right? It's sort of the right, uh, what am I looking for? Uh, great magnitude or whatever. So anyway, here's what happens. I pour myself about a three quarters cup of coffee. All right. Mm -hmm. Pour it. Yep. Set it down. I go do something for like two a minute. Yep. Like you forget about it for just a couple seconds. Then I come back and in the first sip, it's a little lippy. I start yeah. thinking, am I going to have skin hanging off the roof of my mouth all day? But it's, I've done it long enough that I, I that danger is avoided. You're prepared for it, but you know, you're, it's going to miss you. Yeah. yeah. It, 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 it's, it's like coming and, you know, and hanging out with me. You got to know yourself. Right. So I drink it and I'm okay. 
and then I drink it and here's what happens. Nicole, sometimes you're drinking some coffee and you, you let it sit there too long and it gets cold. Yeah. So what do you do? You go back to the pot of coffee, warm it up. Yep. $150 to control my coffee temperature? From my phone. That's the last thing that I need to be able to do. I mean, I'm sorry, and I'm sure this will, like, change heart transplants or, like, the temperature of other things. Right. But, and so the technology may at some point be revolutionary. Absolutely. We're not... Disruptive. It, we're not trying to trash on the on the technology. But the current use for this is pretty dumb. Now, I yes. have to admit, you, you are a coffee snob. I am a coffee snob, and I will readily admit that. I mean, you... However... Your special friend is the snobbiest of coffee snobs. Right, he is. And Would he'll, he he'll admit this? that... No. Oh my God. Okay, so if he wouldn't use it and you no. wouldn't use it, and you guys are coffee snobs. I want this to miss me so much. Oh my God. Who is this for? I have no idea. Someone, uh. Someone who lives in Williamsburg, Brooklyn. Yep. Their name is Kim, but they're a man. Their name's yes. Kim. They've got a full beard and yep. they work in a flannel factory. <laughs> That's who buys this. <laughs> Sorry. Okay, this is the second biggest waste of money of the week. MBNF. Oh, by the way, thanks, Brant. MBNF Grant Robot Clock. It's a collaboration between MBNF and Le Epe, 1839. The Grant Robot Clock is a tank-like tabletop timepiece. Tank-like tabletop pipe. Oh. Tank-like tabletop timepiece. There you go. It's powered by a 268 component <gasps> movement with a power reserve of eight days oh and has God. three different positions, including horizontal, a 45% upward tilt, oh. and a 90% upright mode. Wow. The movement and main housing sit atop three operational rubber tracks with an Inca block shock protection system, spinning disc in the left hand, and removable grenade launcher winding and setting key in the right hand. Available in nickel, black, or blue, and limited to just 50 examples of each. So this is a clock. I mean, are you, are you understand what I've yes. just described as a clock? Yes. It is a robot clock that is uh, meant to be uh, on a tabletop. Like it's a tank-like tabletop timepiece. Very clear. <laughs> Very clear. I want you to guess, Nicole, my dear friend Nicole, okay. my best friend on the show right now. Oh, wow. I want you to guess how much this tank-like tabletop timepiece costs. <laughs> I just wanted to hear you say it one more time. Tank-like tabletop timepiece. You say um, it. No. Mm. I've what been struggling with the words today. You're usually amazing at this, these guesses, Thank but this you. is impossible. I know. I'm not going to. I'm going to go... $800. Oh, that's a good guess. If you wanted to be the wrongest you could be. Mm. $22,600. <gasps> what? You can buy it from a place called MBNF, which better stand for like some terrible words that I can't say on the radio. It, what? $22,000 for this stupid thing. Hey, uh, well, son, I can send you to Indiana University for a year to get your degree in horticulture, or I can get a <laughs> robot tabletop timepiece, tank-like <laughs> tabletop timepiece, and it's your choice. Why is it so funny? Tank-like tabletop timepiece. Isn't that... I mean, what problems are these solving? Oh, my God. Hey, right? It's not solving any problems. I feel like this is just causing problems. It does feel like it's causing problems. It's tongue-tying people. 
But what's dumber, this or the 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 coffee mug that you can it's control the temperature? The twenty two thousand dollar thing. Is it because of, okay? So yes, okay, because so, it's twenty two thousand. What price? What price evens these two items out? So if okay, we're gonna if, go with the seventy nine dollar ceramic mug. What is the equivalent price of the robot tank like tabletop timepiece <laughs> that would make them equally stupid? What do you think? If the mug, like what price of the mug would it need no, to be? No, 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 no. The mug is 79 bucks. It yeah. is dumb in its, its, its in existence. What what would the, would the clock have to be? Like like a grand. I was thinking that, right? Yeah. Like, not, I mean, it's a piece of art exactly. to some degree. Right. And it's like, I don't know, an, a well-made clock isn't cheap. Sure. Especially something like this. So yeah, I feel you like know, a grand evens it out. I think so. I would say $2,499 makes them equally stupid. Yes. Well said. Thank you. Uh, that's that's it for this week's show, Nicole. That we, is? Yeah. Wow. Sort of a, can you hear what's happening outside the office? I know. We probably should go investigate. I feel like Bruce Willis right now. Be my Samuel L. Jackson. <laughs> Me? Yeah. Oh, thank you. I'd be honored. But don't use that sort of language. We're on the radio. Uh, okay. So this week we covered uh, fees, investment fees. Look at your 401k fees, Okay. Try to, of course, pick uh, uh, suitable investments from a risk perspective, but make sure they're not as expensive as some of the other options within the portfolio. As we saw in Nicole's hypothetical case, it would have cost her a half a million to a million dollars when it was all said and done. Of course, don't refinance if you're just going to move in a couple years anyway, because you'll just pay interest. And then finally, save to win is the dumbest thing I've ever heard of. <laughs> we'll include the link in the blog post. Yeah, check out the you blog post, PeteThePlanner.com. That's all we have time for. I'm sending you good vibes because good vibes are all that's in the budget. I'm Pete the Planner, and this is Michelle. This is for information purposes only. Not the specific financial planning device. Consult a financial divisor. Pin in my hand, microphone on the stand, over vinyl, I command and demand. Magnificence in an instance, I can make you dance, cry, or love, fly as a dove. Released from Everest, the fresh is fresh, and you can call me E.T. Word to John Tesh, let me bless this harmonic presentation. It's amazing, so amazing, I'm the reason. Uh, salutations, I bring you love, Tron greetings from a faraway land. I am the soul controller, put the remote down and let me take control. You're now a part of my zone, so enjoy yourself. Love Tron can restore your health. I bring you greetings, uh, salutations, how you doing? And is that how y'all say it? The tinkling of the keys is an homage to the little, little star. I sojourn over poetic descriptions of sound and travel to my other world. Out of this world, spaceship on my arm took me home, filled by the ink and the megabytes and the hypertext transfer protocol stronger than the Skynet and the Terminator. I push faders into warp speed, glide with ease, creating a breeze they call a black hole, event horizon, no rear view concerns. This I adjourn, and beats I burn, this I adjourn, and beats I burn. Salutations, I bring you love, Tron greetings from a faraway land. I am the soul controller. Put the remote down and let me take control. You're now a part of my zone, so enjoy yourself. Love, Tron can restore your health. I bring you greetings. Uh, salutations, how you doing? And is that how y'all say it?